As we seem, hopefully, to be entering the winding down phase of the current pandemic, there seems to be no winding down of theories regarding the entire affair being a conspiracy. And at that, one of epic proportions. A Chinese-globalist-Republican-Democrat-Big Pharma-Anti-Church Dash One World Government Dash Russian Dash Bill Gates and George Soros Dash Demonic Conspiracy One so large, so complex, so multinational and all-pervasive that in truth, you and I must be the only ones not in on it. And I'm not all that sure about you. I'm Reed Ferguson. And we'll talk a bit about all of this today on Through the Word in 2020. Three passages lie before us today. Mark 15, 6 through 20. 2 Kings 4, 18 through 6, 23. And Galatians 6. And the 2 Kings portion finds the king of Syria pretty sure there is a conspiracy afoot to undermine his regime. He was right and he was wrong. He thought he was being betrayed by a good old-fashioned coup and the conspiratorial intrigue that required. He had absolutely no idea he was the target of a divine conspiracy. And while so many today are occupied with the human conspiracies we theorize about in the entire COVID-19 event, we just might be better served to consider the invisible and divine conspiracy that is in full swing as Christ and the angelic host hasten us toward the overthrow of every human governmental system on earth, all culminating in the final cosmic reign of Jesus Christ. As the narrative unfolds, we find Elisha's servant, probably Gehazi, overwhelmed when he sees the great army the king of Syria had sent to take he and Elisha captive for their subversion. It's then that Elisha tells him not to be afraid of this army, because, quote, those who are with us are more than those who are with them, close quote. Then he prays that the servant's eyes would be opened to see how the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around them a vast, angelic host. Now, Christian, no matter what current conspiracies may or may not be afoot, no matter how vast, how complex, how ruthless and vicious they may be, listen to the words of old John Newton in a letter to a friend on this very passage. Quote, we are often cast down to think how few there are who worship God in spirit and in truth and are ready to complain with Elijah that we are almost left to serve him alone. But Jesus is not slighted and despised in yonder world as he is in this. If, like the servant of Elisha, our eyes were supernaturally opened to take a glance within the veil, what a glorious and astonishing prospect would be the innumerable host of angels around us then we should be convinced that, far from being alone, there are unspeakably more for us than against us. 
Faith supplies the want of sight, is the evidence of things not seen, and upon the authority of the word of God, is as well satisfied of their existence and employment as if they were actually in our view." Close quote. And so it is, even now. Heavenly Father, give me, give all of your servants the eyes of faith. Make us to see the truth of your loving care and provision in the most dire circumstances. Remind us that Jesus' words, that he would never leave us or forsake us, were not hyperbole, but a divine promise. Make us to know it, to trust you, and to live in the reality of your great grace. Let that sink into your soul today, believer. God bless, and God willing, we'll be back tomorrow.